Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. When you love meat, you find a way to take it with you everywhere you go, especially when it comes to getting outdoors. That's why Smithfield has so many high-quality, delicious meats that are perfect for any outdoor adventure. Whether the park you're headed to is a national park or just the one down the street, like Smithfield marinated roasted garlic and cracked black pepper fresh pork tenderloin, expertly seasoned for on-the-go flavor, or prime fresh smoked ham that'll have you building on-the-go sandwiches packed with flavor. Smithfield Extra Meaty Back Ribs bring hand-selected perfection to the backyard, and Smithfield Anytime Favorites will help you take the ham you savor to the places you love. From diced ham that'll turn any picnic into an outdoor feast, to hickory smoked boneless ham steaks that are the perfect cap to any hike. The great outdoors just got greater with Smithfield. For the love of meat. everybody welcome to the nomad strength show i'm ross hillier your host we haven't asked me anything today for a solo show uh we haven't done and asked me anything for a little while so i thought good time as any the uh questions that came for this ask me anything came straight from the people that are in the patreon so if you're not a member of the patreon uh it's still pretty new because it's only been, I think, a few weeks now since we've launched it. So go check it out. You can look at uh, the link in the show notes, or you can go to patreon.com slash nomadstrengthshow. See the different levels of support if you want to support the show with your dollars. I greatly appreciate that. And in return for uh, your generosity, I provide tons of exclusive content. Going to do, um, we've done an extra podcast episode every week just for the patrons called unplugged and uh, there's also more coming soon being rolled out here in the next uh, couple of weeks going to do some more longer form articles going to do some uh, challenge type things specifically with uh, the patron people and it's going to be awesome so if you haven't gone and checked it out yet go do so now the questions today came uh, from a post and ask me anything post in the patron so that is what's on the docket today Let's get right into this, and uh, this is actually going to be kind of a fun one because two of the three questions I'm going to answer kind of go together, so uh, I'm just going to answer them as one. So one of the questions was, on a typical day, what do you eat for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, supplements, etc.? Uh, and then the second question is, what is your morning routine? So those really kind of go well together, so I'm I'll, what I'll do is I'll just start with the morning routine and then lead that into uh, the rest of the meals. So there's two kinds of days, really, that I that I have. And I'm going to do one for you uh, where I'm training jujitsu on that day and I'm waking up early. So I go to jujitsu at 5 a.m. on the mornings that I go to class. And on those days, I'm up 
uh, around 440. So luckily, it doesn't take me more than about 40 seconds to get to my jujitsu school because it's about a mile away from my house, which is awesome. Uh, and so the me waking up, my my handful of things I do when I wake up is go in, splash cold water on my face. Lately, uh, I've been getting rid of the coffee prior to going because that's just kind of early for coffee uh, right away. And I usually like more of a process with making coffee. So most of the time, if I were to do it, I have coffee prior. It's like old coffee that's still in the French press. I just heat it up. But I don't do that uh, for the last couple of weeks. What I've been doing is having um, one of the energy sticks packets from Protect and put that in about 16 ounces of water, which that's killing two birds. There's 150 milligrams of caffeine in those. And I'm also downing you know, clean water first thing in the morning rather than hot acidic coffee. So that's going to help benefit me more also. So that's the first thing that goes uh, into the gullet prior to training. I train fasted, um, and we're actually going to get into this with more of the meal stuff. But I go to class fasted. I just feel better. I feel more fluid and lighter when I don't have stuff sitting in my gut, especially that early in the morning. Um, Jiu-jitsu goes from 5 to like 6.15-ish is usually when when I'm done with that. So I'll get back, uh, and I have... Most days around an hour, uh, maybe any any more just because it's it's daytime so early, probably only about 30, 35 or 40 minutes before uh, my little three-year-old wakes up. And so then he'll come out and, and then it's me and him time for a little while. But uh, when I get back, I'm, I'm just drinking more water. And that's usually when I will make coffee. Uh, because I can I can get into the process of making coffee and actually enjoy the process of making coffee. Uh, and I do French press almost every morning. That's kind of my favorite method. I have a coffee siphon. I've posted on Instagram a handful of times. It looks like just a, a Breaking Bad chemistry set. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, we also have an espresso machine. So I don't I don't do that often in the mornings. I just like a, a regular cup of black coffee. Uh, Wild Rivers is my go-to. And uh, I make that. And then as far as continuing the morning routine, that 35 to 40 minutes when I get home is a lot of times when I have time uh, for myself to read either uh, my Bible verses for the day, whichever ones I'm following in, in the plan that I'm following. And uh, and then when I'm done with that, usually if I'm, I have another thing that I'm reading, I'll read that and, and just kind of, that's really like my favorite reading time is that early morning time. Um, and if I get you know, my, my page is done and my verse is done that I'm going to read for that morning. Uh, I go and, and the little one's still not up and, and, or maybe mom is still asleep. I go outside, uh, especially during these summer months, get some, uh, morning sunlight on my skin and in my eyes, that early morning sunlight. So crucial for, uh, setting your circadian rhythm and getting restful sleep at night and really just operating your body optimally. So I get that on my skin and I'm usually just working, tending garden things early in the morning. Uh, I've, I've posted before and shared with you guys, uh, I've got quite the growing garden set up. This is fourth year or third year now since we've been in this house and it's gotten a little bit more extravagant each year. So there's a lot of work needs to be done daily between weeding and watering and all that kind of stuff, you know, normal garden things. So that early morning time is usually a great time that I like to do that kind of stuff. Um, and then once, 
once everybody in the house is awake, it's usually, you know, no later than 7.15 or 7.30 at the latest uh, during these summer months. Uh, that's usually when I'll get ready and start and start doing work stuff um, because now uh, Molly, my wife, is awake and she can hang with the little one for a, a while and I have some time to go through some work, it's, whether it's going over people's programs, coaching, recording for the podcast, recording videos for clients, uh, you know, any of the things that I need to do, I just start checking things off the list in the morning. And uh, that's pretty much the morning routine. Uh, on days I do jujitsu, I kind of, that's my morning movement. Uh, and so I'll train later in the day. If I go to jujitsu in the morning, I usually don't like to do like a back to back deal. Um, so if I'm, if I'm going to jujitsu in the morning, it's at 5am, then I'll probably train in the early afternoon, uh, early to mid afternoon, uh, outside at the house. Now that it's, um, you know, we can be outside in the grass now that it's 90 degrees outside, which at 3pm training 90 degrees is, you know, no picnic, but I enjoy that extra, that extra little grit that it takes to, to grind through some of those workouts at that time. Um, so that's really kind of the, the normal morning setup without the jujitsu. It's pretty much the exact same. It's just, I wake up a little bit later and then everything kind of just goes the same from there. I still got to go out and do the garden stuff in the morning. I still, you know, do some reading, got to do all this other stuff. Uh, it just gets started a little bit later. I don't have to wake up at four forty or four thirty-five or whatever it is in the morning. So that's the, the morning routine. And then continuing with the extra meals, most of the time, and, and right now included, I, I generally do some form of intermittent fasting pretty much every day. <laughs> Only through uh, you know very specific phases where I'm trying to do something in my uh, eating earlier in the day. And I actually just kind of finished up one of those phases a few months ago where I was eating more frequently. Felt great. I mean, I, I, I kind of bounce around, do... A little bit of everything throughout the year, but my go-to is I just feel better uh, is some form of intermittent fasting. So for breakfast, there really isn't any. I just would drink water and a couple cups of uh, black coffee throughout the morning. And then if I'm doing uh, lunch and dinner, uh, I'm pretty simple for the most part. Like I, you know, you guys know I, I like to make things really simple, get it super basic so it can be easily repeatable. If we try to make things too complicated, it becomes really hard to make it a consistent practice because we're always thinking in complexities. And so if I can make something really simple and, uh, you know, have a set of guidelines that I just follow and it's kind of plug and play very easy for me, especially with my type of personality, I can eat the same thing pretty much every day. It doesn't really matter. Um, but I can follow a template and you know, the foods can be interchangeable, but if I'm following the same template, so the template that I'm currently going with, um, I'm pretty high protein and, uh, moderate fats right now. I actually am bumping up the carbs a little bit during these, uh, summer months. I tend to go higher fat in more in, uh, you know, the colder months, which, you know, there's a little bit of seasonality to that. Having higher fat meals, putting a little bit extra calories on during the winter. That's kind of, uh, you know, it's not just a bulking and cutting thing. It's actually a very human seasonality approach to this. Um, so I have a little bit more, uh, carbs during the summer months cause I'm a little bit more active. We're doing stuff outside. And so it's just, I, I like to replenish with carbs, but I still stick to the intermittent fasting windows. Um, 
but I, I always structure my plate protein first. So, you know, what the question is, what's the protein I'm going to have? Um, we have uh, half a beef, a little bit more than a quarter of a beef at this point in uh, the freezer downstairs. And so, you know, if it's ground beef, uh, maybe it's a steak, maybe it's the roast that we're putting in the crock pot and, and we have that for several days. Whatever it is, that's the first priority on the plate. And then from there, I'll make sure there's adequate fats. If it's a really lean protein, um, I'll make sure there's some added fat into it. Maybe we're cooking them in a little bit more butter or bone broth or something like that. Uh, and then we'll go into some uh, some veggies. And I pretty much just stick to the ones that I grow. Uh, that's why I grow them is because I eat them. So currently, uh, we haven't really harvested a ton yet. Uh, got some snap peas. Got um, That's actually – we got lettuces – and uh, and a bunch of herbs, but those aren't really like vegetables. Those are just seasonings and, and that kind of thing. Um, but that's pretty much it that's really available yet. There's, there's going to be peppers. There's going to be cabbages and onions and corn and beans and potatoes and tomatoes and uh, sweet peas and a bunch of stuff that, you know, as the summer goes on and we can kind of pick off of those throughout the, throughout the summer and, and into the early fall. That'll be the bulk of the other produce things. Uh, outside of that, I, I love potatoes, white potatoes. Um, I would mix them in and out. If I'm training heavy and I have a higher output day, I'll match my carb intake to my uh, to my output levels. So if I'm just training once and it was kind of a uh, an easier day or I was working a ton inside and you know or, or sitting down writing a bunch of stuff or doing a bunch of recording where I'm sitting down like I, I tend to not have as many carbs so it's more about um, matching carbs to my output levels keeping protein high keeping fat moderately high and then uh, as far as supplements go I do five grams of creatine every single day I've also been doing uh, glutamine both from thorn uh, thorn supplements. I, I've been using them for a couple of months now. Really enjoy their stuff. It's extremely high quality. Um, and it's, you know, in, to, in terms of top of the line, in terms of cleanliness, it's, it's really well-made stuff. And so those, those are the only two, uh, the only two supplements, quote unquote supplements that I take. Uh, if you count things like liver and raw milk and raw eggs supplements, which I do, then those would be supplements as well. And you guys have heard me talk a lot about those. Um, so I, I tend to count those as supplements as well. Uh, but that is pretty much it as far as like meals. It's it's fairly simple. It's, it's you know, protein, it's fat, it's produce when it's available. And if there's if it's a high output day, I'll have some extra carbs either in the form of uh, potatoes or white rice. And then every once in a while, we'll go walk down into the into downtown and go get some ice cream at the place that's in downtown. Uh, sometimes we'll go to this amazing taco place that's a, a little bit ways away and we'll have awesome, super authentic tacos, street tacos. And like those things are few and far between, uh, but they do happen. So I'm not going to pretend that's like, I never have anything that isn't perfect because I'm, it's not even remotely close to that. Uh, you know, we have a family and young family and we go to events with friends and, and hang out with family and stuff. And sometimes we go out. So it's like, yeah, we can still have those times as long as every, you know, we're, we're on point the majority of the time it allows you some leeway in those moments especially if you're training hard and all that kind of stuff so yeah we absolutely do go get ice cream we do go get tacos um and have some treats that way so that's the breakfast lunch dinner supplements <clears throat> uh 
thank you for the question. I appreciate it. Uh, the last one I'm going to answer, because there was three today I wanted to answer, and those first two kind of went together. Uh, what are your favorite recovery methods or tools? Um, this is a fun one because I'm actually trying a new one as we speak. This recording is the first day that I that I got it in, so I'm, I'm really excited to see how it works for my recovery. Uh, and that is uh, full-spectrum CBD. I am getting the the brand that I just got is Uncana. I'm actually going to be talking to the founder, Kobe, here uh, in, a, in a handful of days. And, and I'm really excited about that conversation um, because it's just a world that I know it's very beneficial for people, but it's not something I've ever uh, gotten into for no good reason other than I just never did. I wasn't against it and nothing like that. It's just something I never uh, dove into. But, you know, I'm doing jujitsu a lot and I'm feeling beat up a lot and training hard. And so these kind of things as far as recovery are important to me now. And plus I'm in my thirties at this point. So things just kind of creak that didn't before. And so I'm, I'm really interested in a lot of this stuff and the, uh, I actually just got a package today from them. Uh, I got some full spectrum, uh, hemp oil, which I believe is 1500 milligrams. And then they also sent me some, uh, salve, for you know rubbing on joints and and sore tissues and stuff so i'm really excited to try out both of those um and see the results of that the other things that i i usually do i i mean i've done countless episodes and talked to a ton of people about them but cold exposure via ice baths cold showers that kind of stuff is pretty much always a staple um i'm actually needing to revamp the whole cold tub situation i had to get rid of the freezer it was all busted up doesn't work anymore and uh, starting to leak in places. It was a 30-year-old freezer that I got for 20 bucks, and so it was, I was lucky that it was working at all. But I'm uh, going to have to do some some rebuilding of the cold tub area. Right now, I'm just sticking to cold showers until I get that taken care of. Uh, so that's always a go-to. I love soft tissue work. Um, I do a lot with uh, lacrosse balls and, and golf balls on the feet are a big one, and uh, foam rollers, all that kind of stuff. They're very beneficial things just for helping uh, get some deep tissue pressure, breathing through, opening up uh, a lot of a lot of tissue in areas that can feel stuck, especially where I'm rolling around on the ground. And actually, honestly, rolling around on the ground is a pretty good soft tissue work. It's, pre- it's pretty good soft tissue work for uh, for opening up things. And I've actually noticed that just from doing jujitsu for the last 15 months or 16 months or whatever it's been, uh, I. I have a little bit more mobility that I can attribute just to always rolling around on the ground and getting pressure through my low back and in my upper back and my shoulders and hips from constant contact on the ground. A lot of us don't roll around on the ground and that's actually a very helpful method of opening some things up. Uh, outside of that, I really just focus on, uh, getting good food. If I'm feeling like I'm not getting, uh, adequate recovery because that's going to help the big one, which is sleep. And that, you know, if, if I'm ever feeling run down or like I'm not recovered enough, sleep is always going to be the first thing I look at fixing and what kind of things can I do to improve that? Uh, actually did a whole episode on sleep and have some exciting people coming on the show in the next handful of months. Um, strictly to talk about sleep. So as we get, you know, if you want to go back and do the episode on sleep that I already did, you can go check it out. You can just search it and uh, go listen to that. But I break down like sleep hygiene and and all the different types of things that you can do to improve your quality of sleep, If uh, especially if you're not able to get the quantity that you want. And so uh, if I'm feeling like my recovery needs to be fixed, the first thing I'm going to do is, is focus on my sleep. And then that really is the, the basics of 
my recovery protocols. It's nothing flashy. I don't do like Theraguns or any like the expensive tools. I do go to a chiropractor, uh, not regularly, but I go see her when things feel jacked up. Uh, and she's really good because she does uh, body work also. I get cupped, she scrapes, she does all of the stuff that isn't just cracking and popping around. I actually hardly get that done at all. She does a lot more tissue work, uh, which is great. And so I recommend if you find a good one that does that kind of stuff, that is a, an extremely helpful one. You can also go the massage route. Uh, but chiropractor and those things that I listed are are really my my go-tos. So those are my favorites just because it's it's what I like. It feels good. It works for me. Explore other things. Get into things and experiment and see if it's going to work, work for you. So uh, that was going to do it for the Ask Me Anything Really cool questions this time. Uh, we'll do another one. We'll pull questions for maybe Instagram or Facebook next time. Uh, get some different audience input into the questions. So uh, thank you for putting the answers in. Again, if you haven't checked out the Patreon yet, go and do that. I'll put the link in the show notes. Uh, it's going to be really cool. And we're going to start rolling out even more stuff here uh, over the course of the next couple of weeks. We're really just kind of getting going with that because the only thing that I've focused on in the Patreon is the extra podcast episode, but I'm going to start doing a lot more stuff in there uh, as, as we get this thing rolled out more. So go check it out and uh, thank you. I will see you guys on the next episode. Mm-hmm.